Hey, we have Oilers hockey this weekend. Uh, not tonight, but tomorrow. They're supposed to play the Ottawa Senators. Face-off show starts at 6.30 right here on 6.30. Chad Puck drop set for just after 8 o'clock tomorrow night. It's been a long time, hasn't it? So let's uh, have a chat here with uh, Cam Moon about what we can expect for this weekend. Play-by-play man here on 6.30. Chad for the Edmonton Oilers. Good morning, Cam. How are you? Oh, doing very well. I like the, uh, the ACDC lead-in. Yeah. Very nice, very, very nice from the Back in Black album. Solid from top to bottom. <laughs> top to bottom. There's not a weak track on that album. No, the, there is not. Thank you. Our musicologist, Cam Moon, joining us here on yes. 630 Jet Mornings. <laughs> Are you a little bored lately, bud? Oh, my. It's just been... It, it's not very often, in fact, I can't think of ever, where you have, like, a, a complete shut down in the middle of a season like you you have um you have the christmas break and that's usually you know a handful of days and i mean this year i suppose they had built in the olympic break which you know every four years you gfc nhl teams are playing that happens we would have had olympic hockey so yeah true exactly but this yeah, this has been something. I can't say that I like it much. Uh, you know, so I, I sort of went on, a, you know, my hot take uh, heading into this, knowing that this stuff was, was happening and that the games are being cancelled, that uh, for the Oilers, they could almost use a reset. You know, try and come back, you get a long break, and it's almost like the start of the season again. Well, if they can come back and go like they did at the start of the season, maybe this will be a blessing in disguise? What do you think? Or is that just wishful like thinking? I like it. No, I like it. I, I'm absolutely, I'm on board with you, Daryl. You're, uh, you get a nice little, little, little cup of hot takery there. I like it. <laughs> hot takery, jeez. <laughs> You've done some good work here. Man, you're yes, a wordsmith. I, <laughs> sure. Um, that's, I, I think they, it gives them an opportunity to, exactly, they, they had that long road trip that didn't go, the results weren't great, although, very shorthanded in that last game against Toronto on the fifth, which seems like a month ago. Yeah. Uh, I thought they played incredibly well. In fact, I thought they played well in a few games on that trip. That they didn't get the result. Okay, fine. So you get some days here. Uh, you've got players running in and out of COVID protocol, like there's no tomorrow, big revolving door there. And and hopefully you get you know, lots back. I mean, today... Slater Cuckoo, Brendan Perlini, Evan Bouchard, they should be out today. Uh, Kyler Yamamoto was on the ice yesterday, so that's good. But, you know, we'll, we'll have to wait to see today if that is the case, if those guys do come back. But, yeah, you get a chance to get their, their feet under them. I mean, not great news about uh, Mike Smith being out now for a little while, which we've said a lot. But, but I mean, if I want to look at this, you know, with my glass half full, um, Stuart Skinner returns, and all he's done is is play well. Whether he's been in Bakersfield or Edmonton, I mean, there's been uh, you know a couple of hiccups uh, up at the NHL level, but overall he's, he's played quite well. So you know you get the local guy coming back, and yeah. and and because he's played well, Daryl, in the early part of the year, what he's done is earned the trust of the coaching staff. So now that he comes back up. It's not a case where he's just going to sit on the bench and watch Miko Koskinen play. I mean, the coaches will have like no, you know, 
no hesitation to put him in. So I, I would think we'll see Skinner play some games here. Yeah, but the question is whether he plays tomorrow night. So you did talk about the trust of the coaches. Sounds like Miko Koskin is going to lose some of the trust of the coaches. Uh, w- would they do that? Do you think they'd, they'd put Skinner in uh, tomorrow night against uh, Ottawa or would they go with Koskin and give him another shot here? Yeah, that I don't know. I know, I know. <laughs> I know. Um, uh, Miko is in, when you look at it at the end of the day, he's 12-7-1. and one. So I mean, he certainly has had his ups, but he's had his downs too. And, and you know, just to be honest about the whole thing. And, and I, I feel for him because he's been put in some tough situations with, uh, with Mike Smith you know, only playing in six games so far. So that's, that's not completely fair uh, to Miko Koskinen. But yeah, as to who plays tomorrow, I would think it'll be Miko Koskinen. That would be my, I would lean towards that but I'm not betting my house. Well, yeah, probably a good call. In these tough yeah, economic well, times, betting your house would be yes. a poor call on this particular That's case. Right. Uh, I know Morty's got uh, standing by there in his home office, ready to jump in. Hey, Morty. Hey, Cam. I, I just want to ask, I know in, in football they talk about uh, teams don't want to lose the game before the bye week because you hate to sit on a loss uh, for an extra week. Uh, the Oilers now last played a week and a half ago. They lost five in a row. Uh, what's the attitude been like? I know they've been off the ice for a long time, but uh, what's it been like being around the team what's their attitude seem to be as they as they sit on this five game losing streak while everybody else is playing and there are teams passing them in the standings now i think they've dropped to 12th in the west now tie for 11th and 12th to dallas but dallas is the tiebreakers it must be pretty frustrating just to sit around and and wait and watch for uh, for other teams as they go by them i'm sure they are but i would say more like it has been almost surprisingly upbeat and maybe because there's been that you know, some days where they've just, they've basically shut it down. Uh, and because they've been able to reset and, and I'll, yeah, I'll give them credit on that road trip. I thought there were some games where they played well and didn't get the result. And, and that's how it goes in particular, that game against Toronto where they were incredibly shorthanded. I thought they battled very hard against the, an incredibly good Leafs team, but it's, it's been pretty good. Uh, and, and I got to give them credit for that because it'd be easy. It would be easy to to be down in the dumps, and you know you've gone two nine and two since the beginning of December. It would be it'd be easy to feel sorry for yourself, but they've they've been they've been pretty upbeat, and you know, head coach Dave Tippett yesterday was you know made a really good point that he really thinks that the way the work ethic has been, the way they played in some of those games on the road, the, the way the attitude has been here that uh, this is going to turn around absolutely sooner than later. Um, you know, it helped to get you know, players back in the lineup, of course, but he just sees good things from a, an attitude point of view with this club right now. So that, that's all positive. I mean, it, it doesn't mean anything, you know, once the puck gets dropped to tomorrow night. So it's important that the team plays well, because I'll give Ottawa credit. I watched that game last night and they were, they were good. I mean, Matt Murray was good early. Uh, they went 4-1 in Calgary. And, and they're a team that's 6-3-1 and one in their last 10. So even though Edmonton had incredible success against the Senators last year, beating them every game uh, in what was a, you know, North division, uh, it'll be a good test tomorrow night.
I want to get your take on Connor McDavid's comments uh, uh, the other day. I, I really was, I really thought, hey man, this might turn this whole thing around. He talked about coming out of COVID and how relieved it was and how much pressure it took off his mindset and how much stress it took away knowing, okay, I've had it. I don't have to worry about it now. I can just go out and worry about hockey. And they're getting to that point with the entire team because they've only got what, seven guys who haven't got it so far. And and I think, could that possibly you think be kind of part of the, the turnaround and part of a change of a mindset coming out of this break guys knowing hey we don't have to worry about this now most of us have got it we can just plow ahead and start playing hockey and, and, and win some games well it certainly helps when you uh, have some continuity in the lineup I day to day it's just and, and not just the Oilers I mean the, the entire league you you watch the the wire on Twitter or whatever of players going into COVID protocol and you know, it just it can obviously happen at any time. But I, mean, I, I think he, he makes a solid point in that you know you could have some continuity. Yes, it takes something off your mind as well because I mean it's always playing on your mind for sure. But it, it just as far as having a lineup that you have an idea of what you have from day to day, hour to hour almost, uh, I think that would help a lot too because now you're you're not moving. You know, lines around and D pairings around and you know how many do we have do we have enough that we can play like <laughs> that too you know who's on the power play I don't know, what are we <laughs> who, who would like to give it a shot here <laughs> like it's it, it, it's not going to be like that now it'll be a little more uh, a little more continuity to it so yeah, yeah. I think that that absolutely plays into it for sure. Uh, before we let you go, why don't you weigh in on the whole Evander Kane possibility? And I know that that's uh, on the shelf at the moment as the NHL continues to investigate his travel choices uh, with COVID over the Christmas holidays. But what do you think? Is it, uh, it, It's not an... There's the hockey choice and then there's the other choice. Uh, where, where do you land on it? Would you like to see Evander Kane play into the team? Well, it's, it's quite a... Kind of bizarre situation when you yep. think about it. Uh, uh, someone that, uh, well, I guess it still remains to be seen, but he, I'm sure, has talked to multiple teams. I would think the offers are all relatively similar. So it's going to come down to where he wants to go. So however that is. And then you still have the, the factor of what the NHL wants to do here, and, and that's going to affect his status and 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 what he can do so not what I, mean, I asked I asked you would you like to see him on the team um, with all of the baggage that goes with it and all the positives you know what Daryl when it comes to things like that and and I've been through this type of situation although not exactly but but you know kind of at different levels unless like I don't I don't know I don't know Evander Kane if I knew him personally I I could give you a better okay. I don't, I don't like to have an opinion on that unless I know the person personally and can tell you. And I haven't phoned people that know, know him. And if I was, you know, in a management position, then, I, you know, you most certainly would, doing all your due diligence. So I, I can't say for sure. Okay. Uh, like, yeah, if, if I knew, I don't want to uh, 
speak of things that I don't know for sure. That's fair enough. I don't want I don't want yeah. you to put you, shove you in the corner and, and beat you until you come up with an answer. <laughs> That's not going to happen, so not to worry. But I am going to beat you with something, though, and this, this may yes. be painful, uh, but I okay. want you to, to, to power through here. So earlier this right. morning, uh, just to kick off the show, Morley got to pick the song this morning, and he decided that he really likes, or he decided to share with us that he really likes uh-huh. novelty songs. So he picked one, and, you know, it sounds like he could actually sing the whole thing. So we made him. We made him sort of try to sing this morning. Are you ready for this? You ready? Ready, Cam? Oh, yeah. Let her go. Okay. Could you play the the beginning of that again for us uh, so that uh, Marty can sing along, please? I don't sing, though. No, it's not singing. It's more talking. It's more talking. You're you're good at the talkie. Bumble 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 <laughs> That's a song by a group called Reunion that nobody's heard of. But Morley has a 45 of them. Oh, boy. I know. Well, oh, that's unbelievable. I've never heard of that either. No, and you'll never get that version out of you. Although that was a little mumbly, Morley. Now that I've listened to it and I said, it was oh, that was in awesome. The morning too, right? I said, oh, that was awesome. But now I've listened to it again and I go, yeah, I don't know. I think Not you could do better. <laughs> wow, that's. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, it's the little-known talents of Morley Scott that just filter to the top, morning in and morning out. It's amazing. Yeah, let's just move along, guys. Okay, well, I'll, I will ask you again. Is there any novelty song that you think is the coolest song? You'll just love hearing it. Is there one? Do you have one? I know. I didn't warn you on this. Or do you care about um, novelty songs? You probably don't have no. 45s in your apartment. No, but I, I do have. I do have uh, albums because um, I like spinning the vinyl, but uh, not so much novelty songs, but but certainly uh, like Schoolhouse Rock, if you remember Schoolhouse Rock from back in the day. Okay, so fun um, songs. Yeah, fun songs. I mean, all the songs from Sesame Street, those are all ingrained and burned into my memory forever. C is for Cookie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. The Ladybug Picnic. Who didn't love the Ladybug Picnic? They all played joke, played jump rope till the rope it broke. And they just sat around and told knock-knock jokes. Ladybug 12 and the Ladybug Picnic. That's right. <laughs> now I've had Cam Moon and Morty Scott do their best renditions. This is an awesome day. They played sack games. They played sack races. They fell on their backs. They fell on their faces. The Ladybug 12 and the Ladybug Picnic. You asked. I did. <laughs> Got what I asked for. Cam, what an awesome, what a great way to go out. Thanks, buddy. Okay, thanks, guys. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.